0: listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Along with Mr. T, Nikki and Kyrie we're here till midnight then the sports center all night on 987 ESPN. So how was your Tuesday? It was thankfully a little cooler than it's been the past couple of days. Now I will admit to you that while I was away last week I, didn't, I wasn't privy to the hot 90s that you guys had here, but I will tell you where I was. It was hotter than here. <laughs> Visiting uh, my folks in uh, Pennsylvania, Jeanette and I went to visit my cousin there. And we social distance and masked in the house. We were, we were serious. We were really doing it the way it's supposed to be done. Socially distance, mask, having a great time. And as I mentioned to you uh, last night, it was a little weird having the 4th of July barbecue socially distanced, but that's what you have to do, right? That's what, that's the new normal. And hopefully we'll get used to that and understand that that's what needs to be done to make sure that we're going to be okay. I've got an interesting poll question tonight for you. And I see some folks have already jumped on it. And Mr. Ty and I had a conversation earlier today via text and when you talk about money and there's been a lot of conversation, I've been listening to ESPN uh, all day and there's so much conversation. There's so much reaction. And to be honest, this is one of the few times that I can remember other than maybe Michael Jordan getting his big money near the end of his career, where people are saying that, you know, this guy deserves the money. In Patrick Mahomes, there's so many people who are saying, you know what, listen, Patrick Mahomes deserves the, the, the money that he got. Patrick Mahomes delivered the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes in his third year at 24 years of age has been phenomenal. He has guided that Kansas City offense and culminated with the Super Bowl last year. And clearly, what you want to do with your franchise quarterback is reward. him. when you know you've got one, you lock him up. And that's what Kansas City's done, and they were right to do that. They believe, and listen, there are some who consider him the best quarterback in the National Football League at this point, that he deserved the money that he got. But our Twitter poll question tonight is one that expounds past the NFL. Once again, at Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Plus, you can call me at 1-800-919-3776. Here's the question. You can only give one of these players a 10-year contract at the age of 24. Okay, you can only give one. Who would you choose? Would it be LeBron James? Would it be Michael Jordan? Or would it be Patrick Mahomes? Now, as we look at the three of them, let's start with LeBron. Now, keep in mind, LeBron, after the age of 24, had been in the league five years because he came in at nineteen. Alright, so here are his numbers for the first five years of his career. All right. In his rookie year he averaged twenty point nine points per game, twenty-seven point two in the second year, thirty-one point four in his third year, twenty-seven point three in his fourth year, fifty and thirty points, uh thirty points in his in his fifth year, I'm sorry, six years, and twenty four he had twenty eight points in at the age of 24 so once again 20.9 at 19 27.2 at 20 31.4 21 27.3 at 22 30 at 23 and 28.4 at 24 okay and let's keep in mind also that and he's got some really some unbelievable stats here okay when you go down the look go down the list he also, remember, got some playoff games. Hmm, yeah. So, at 21, he, right, okay, at 21, just lost my place. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. At 21, he he had a 38.4-point point, uh, game. At 22, he had a 38.1-point game. At 23, he had a 33-point game. And at 24, he had a 44-point game. So LeBron James, when you look at at his abilities and what he was able to do after five years, okay, in the NBA, at the age of 24, he made the playoffs 21, 22, 23, and 24. And he's been in the playoffs like every year since then until last season. Now, let's go look at Michael Jordan. Now, Michael Jordan, of course, coming into the, he had only been, what, 22, 23? So, in his first three years, and get this now, he averaged 28.2 points in 84, 22.7, and in the second year, that was an injury-shortened season. He only played 18 games and averaged 37.1 points per game. After that, in the playoffs, 29 points in 85, 43.7 in 86, and 35.7 in 87. That's that's just points. We're not talking about steals or assists or anything like that. Just scoring points. And obviously, Patrick Mahomes, after his three years, have been phenomenal. All right, he's completing 65, almost 66% of his passes. He's thrown for almost 10,000 yards. He's got 76 touchdowns and only 18 picks. Only five last year, 26 touchdowns and five picks, coming off the 50 touchdown and 12 pick season in 2018. And of course, won a Super Bowl. So, both, all three of these gentlemen have had pretty good years, up to 24. But if you had to give one, just one, a championship of eight, a championship of extending their contract, (laughs) all right, for 10 years, whom do you think would be the best bet as you having being the GM and owner of the team in making sure that he would be the guy that would help you continue to win, okay? Who would that be? Who would that person be? Would it be LeBron? Would it be Michael Jordan? Or would it indeed be Patrick Mahomes. And keep in mind, of the three, at this point, only Patrick Mahomes has that championship. So where does the championship play into this?
0: You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight Podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Spike is in Jersey. Spike, you're next on 98.7.
2: Good evening, Father Larry. Tonight, I would give it to Michael, but is the confessional still open for a friend? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. All right,
2: Uh, Father Larry, um, after I give Michael the contract and watch him win all sorts of championships, (laughs) I'm being serious now, Uh, after Mm -hmm. that, I want to ask for forgiveness for the youngsters of America. I read about this kid on Fire Island, COVID Corey Hannon. 27, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm begging forgiveness. We have a great nightly crew. I listen and I fall asleep and I listen to the podcast. And for my uh, nephew, who I'm praying for, Godspeed where he is. I know he's listening. Uh, we'll catch up later this week. Stay well. 25% of the people are infected in that area. So this youngster comes back for the fellas and ladies who listen, don't know the story. Comes back, goes to Fire Island with hundreds of other kids without their masks. They didn't listen to Uncle Larry. And uh, they're fu Miss Rona. This is a quote. And uh, then it got out he wasn't uh, over his quarantine. So is this herd immunity or total stupidity? I'll go for the latter. I'm so upset. I just, I'm really upset for Dr. Anthony Fauci. He's even older than I am, and he's trying hard. And if you listen to any of his press conferences, I can't listen to them all because it's just too much for me at my age. He's so disappointed, like like that sagely grandfather. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've had conversations with your elders as as a youngster, and they gave you the sagely advice. Larry, I, I, I love talking sports, but I just can't. I am just so upset with this whole thing. 55, the figures just came in from the CDC, almost 56,000 again. We're heading towards six figures. And if the youngsters you don't use their rear ends and, and start using their brains, maybe this thing will get better because senior citizens like myself, I don't know if you are yet or not, it used to be 65, so you're around there, wear a mask, abide by it. If you go to a gathering of a friend like you did, you keep your distance. Mm-hmm. Am I missing something? Is it just the ignorance of the kids or the lack of the the family household? What's going on? I know the other fellows will call in, and they're sagely, and they're wise, and they understand. I'm sure they're keeping their houses in order. But what are we missing here? This thing is going to wind up taking everybody down. Anyway, I'm going to get off the topic and listen to my friends. And again, let's pray for my nephew down there because that's rough down there. That's rough. they're not talking about that too much in the news.
1: they yeah, He's been about, talking about it, Spike. No, I know. It's I, can't scary, do, but yeah. I,
2: I can't get down to Florida to rent a house, even so. I can't do much right now. I'm stuck, but that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll push through. But uh, please, youngsters, whoever's listening to this great program, you know, get your act together and have some respect for your family and your friends and family of uh, the Larry Horsey show. I'll talk to you maybe tomorrow. Take
1: care. All right, Spike. Thanks again. Uh, It's very, it's very simple. There are people who just don't believe not so much that it, well, there's some people who don't believe that it's really happening, but it is people who believe that the numbers are being escalated falsely. There are a number of folks who indicate who have said, and I've seen the interviews. That, no, these are numbers here. People have died, but they've died of other things, and they also had COVID, so they're throwing the COVID on it. And so you're getting a scenario where people are just not taking it seriously, taking it seriously enough. And the thing is, they don't understand that you can be asymptomatic, meaning you don't have any indication that you have COVID-19, the virus, and you could still be tested positive with it. And I think we're a society that has been so much of, we become used to, oh, it's a cold, I'm sneezing, got runny nose, my eyes are watering, my throat's sore, stuff like that. Oh, I have a cold. Well, this is not one of these situations, ladies and gentlemen. This is a situation where you can have the disease and you not know. And what is just so alarming is the gatherings, even with people who are coming from out of town and coming into, we're coming out of town for a while ago, and there's been a number of stories on Long Island about various, and in Westchester, about various people coming from certain areas and then coming to a graduation. And then you find out that a number of the students who are in the graduation surrounding this person, when you trace them back, they got the COVID from this person. And they didn't know they had it. So to be safe, once again, I'll use this analogy. Think of wearing a mask the way drivers do for defensive driving. You were always told, make sure that you, we know you can drive, make sure you drive defensively to protect the other driver who may not be as good as you. Well, think of it the same way. Think of wearing a mask because somebody else who may have it and don't know it could not be wearing a mask and you're protecting yourself and them in a sense from spreading it and making it worse. That's the only way we have to think about this because here's the thing, the numbers are going up and it's getting Scary. Clay's in Brooklyn. Clay, you're next on 98.7 ESPN.
3: Hey, how's it going, Larry? Thanks so much for taking my call. Um, first of all, just briefly, let me say to what you were just talking about. Yes, obviously, all of that is true. But how are we really surprised that there are selfish and foolish people in America? Is that is that breaking news?
4: <laughs> no. I mean, obviously,
3: there's a whole, whole lot of selfish and or ignorant people in America. You know, everywhere in the world, but especially in America. So, you know, yes, it's a tragedy. It's terrible, but it's not surprising in the least. Um, But to answer your your question, Mm -hmm. I think it has to be Michael Jordan. And it certainly can't be Patrick Mahomes for two reasons. First of all, football is not a game that you are promised 10 years in. It's just Mm not. I mean, that is clearly the exception. There was a stat uh, shown on the Pro Football Network today that showed the last six people who had 10-year contracts. Brett Favre, Drew Bledsoe, Donovan McNabb, Dante Culpepper, Michael Vick, and now Patrick Mahomes. And what I noticed about all five of them that came before Patrick Mahomes is not one of them ever won a Super Bowl after they signed that contract. Not Mm. one. Mm -hmm. So what history tells me is If you want to throw away a whole lot of money and not win any championships, go ahead and sign your quarterback for a 10-year deal. Uh, And when you look at the deals, for example, uh, Michael Vick was the most recent one. He signed a $130 million 10-year contract in 2004. Mm -hmm. Do you remember thinking, wow, he's underpaid at $13 million a year? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, with what he did. I, I would say he was not underpaid because in 2004, $13 million seemed like a lot of money. But fast forward 10 years. And it doesn't seem like a lot of money anymore. So, Uh yeah, do you think this $50 million a year that Patrick Mahomes is averaging now is going to feel like a lot of money to Patrick Mahomes in 10 years? No, he's going to be looking to renegotiate that in four or five years because there's going to be a lot of people making $50 million by then. So you're not even getting what you really think you're getting, which is protection against inflation, because he's not going to settle for that money if he has the career you think he's going to have.
1: No, and, and guess what, Clay? You make some great points. Thanks for the phone call. Nor should he. Because if he should go out by your own logic and win another Super Bowl and become the first to do that with getting an extension of that magnitude, then he deserves to have more money. And here's the other thing about the National Football League. Uh, that's why when we look at the salaries, really, they the NFL should be in the asterisk. Put the asterisk next to them. Because he's he may not even play 10 years, like you said. And guess what? They won't pay him either because that money will be off the books. All right, he'll he'll be able to he'll have he'll have his season and he'll have his guaranteed money, but they'll cut him or they'll 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 do some other things, restructure or whatever. So while the money is good early, you are correct. It will make the it will adjust itself as time goes on, and he may be the second highest paid quarterback by this time next year. Because guess what? Now, the fact that he won the Super Bowl helps him. But now if I'm Dak Prescott's agent and Dak just signed what he signed for this year. Now, if they go out and get to the postseason or even get to the Super Bowl. I mean, don't you think Dak Prescott's going to want to renegotiate his money based on what Patrick Mahomes did? Probably so. But as far as football is concerned, they sign these contracts and they go through these things and they know. Most of the time, these players are not going to be on the field for the for the length of the contract. Quarterback, sometimes a little different position. But you look at your pass rushers, you look at your, your corners, you look at your elite players by certain positions that are, quote, marquee paid positions, unquote, in the National Football League. That's what they do. So it will be interesting to see uh, how Patrick Mahomes performs. I think when you look at, what's around him, the talent around him right now, that he's got a good shot of getting back to the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know what form the National Football League is going to take this season. I don't know whether it's going to be 16 games, 14 games, 10 games. I have no idea. Uh, I don't even know. They, don't, they can't figure out how many preseason games they're going to have yet. So we'll figure out what that go, how that goes along. But it is an interesting question to see just how you would answer it. And the question is, you can only give one of these players A 10-year contract at the age of 24 who do you choose do you choose lebron james do you choose michael jordan or do you choose patrick mahomes now uh, clay just said he'll take jordan no way he would take mahomes because of the length of the contract we'll hear what you have to say next
0: you are listening to the espn new york tonight podcast with larry hardesty on 98.7 espn
1: Interesting responses at JPCCPA. Jordan was in his second year and had a broken foot. There was no way you'd give him a 10 year deal. LeBron was in the sixth year and you knew that he was worth it. And I'll take Michael over LeBron, but not at the age of 24. Hmm. Interesting. 1-800-919-3776. You know, uh, what makes this poll question for me, Tie so interesting is that you could make a case for all three, and it's fascinating that on the poll question, on Twitter, uh, MJ is running away. I think he's got like over seventy percent have said that they would give him uh, the contract, the ten-year deal at the age of twenty-four. LeBron's at over just over twenty-one percent, and Patrick Mahomes is at seven point one. But once again, and, and I understand why people think that you know, even as as uh, Trey just said. How long before the NFL, how long before Kansas City can cut him and not have to pay the rest of that deal? Because really, the, the the bonus is what's guaranteed and he's got his guaranteed money already. But when you look at what the three these three guys have brought to the table, LeBron has already brought the longevity uh, with him still going strong and has a chance at another championship if the NBA can get through the bubble and finish off this season. Uh, MJ, obviously, with his legendary career, what he was able to do, six championships, uh, six finals, uh, and in the finals, uh, not even needing a game seven to win. And then Patrick Mahomes, who's able to be a league MVP and Super Bowl MVP in the two years that he's the star to come in last year. I mean, year before last coming off a 50 touchdown season. I mean, you understand why Kansas City wrapped him up.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And the like like you said, you can make a case for all three of them. And if you start with Patrick Mahomes at 24, he's already got a league MVP, uh, a Super Bowl MVP, and one of the most lucrative seasons as far as the stats he put up en route to that, that MVP that we've ever seen in the history of the sport. And you say, well, be concerned about injury. Larry, a lot of people don't remember this. Patrick Mahomes suffered a significant injury last season that that knee injury he suffered against the Denver Broncos where it looked like his season might be over Mm -hmm. and then he comes back and wins the Super Bowl now you know some people go a little nuts when they talk about well could he win could he win five or could he win six that might be hyperbole but think about it this way in the AFC you've got the Chiefs the Ravens and then everyone else now I'm high on Cam Newton, so I think the Patriots might be the the third-best team. But if Patrick Mahomes is going to get a first-round bye every single year for a decade, barring injury— then you're talking about him going to three or four Super Bowls, and it's on you know him and Andy Reid to figure out a way to, to to bring them home. So the case is made for Patrick Mahomes, LeBron James. Some people feel is the greatest player ever. I'm not one of those guys. But Larry, you said eight straight NBA Finals. You know that's one of the most impressive streaks in sports history. And then Michael Jordan, the greatest player ever. So uh, uh, with, look, with you, I'm fascinated that MJ's running away with this. I thought it would be a lot closer. I think Mahomes gets hurt because of, no pun intended, the sport he plays, mm-hmm. where in the NFL you have a shorter shelf life, whereas in basketball, like if you could you know, pick someone to have a, a 10-year career, you're going to choose an NBA player over a football player. So I think because of that, he gets, he gets burned, but I think he should have a lot more than 6% of the vote here.
1: Oh yeah, there's no question he should, uh just by what he's done. But once again, as you mentioned, it's it's because of the sport he plays. And, you know, quarterbacks, I mean, you look at him, is he going to be able to stay healthy the next four or five years? I mean, he was able to bounce back this year from the leg and the knee injury that you mentioned. You know, but it, football is such a it's such a rigorous rigorous sport. Yeah. Um I was I was fascinated that nobody wrote in a baseball player like a Uh, um, a Mike Trout or like a you know uh, uh, an Aaron Judge for example just to throw names out Uh, uh, because of the fact that you know that's a sport where you're you lend yourself to more longevity Ty. how you lend yourself to uh, being able to have a career like that, where you would lock somebody in and say, so, you know, look 10 years. I mean, what, as, as one of the callers mentioned earlier in the show, a rod was given that 10 year, $250 million deal by Texas. I mean, Giancarlo Stanton's got a 10 year deal. So when you look at, at, at uh, when you look at what baseball lends itself to, That would be the place that I expected the first $500 million ball player to be playing from. Yeah, but I think that for
5: the purposes of this poll question, we've seen enough evidence that those baseball contracts never age well. And that remains to be seen. But Miguel Cabrera and Albert Pujols, the A-Rod contract was interesting the Yankees ended up giving him an extension but the latter part of that extension you know never quite worked out because of the player he became and this is fiction right like you can't technically give an NBA player a 10-year contract Mm -hmm, because there's a max deal yeah so we had we'll we'll never be able to see this play out uh, you know Mm -hmm. until the CBA changes but in baseball like I said uh, that's never aged well but look LeBron James you think at 24 years old the Cavs would have given him a 10-year a, a contract? Absolutely. Oh, no question.
1: Absolutely. They'd have locked him up.
5: <laughs> locked him up and they hoped he never left. And maybe you'd you'd have a, a better chance of surrounding him with some stars. You know, not Booby Gibson and Sasha Pavlovich <laughs> and Zajunas <laughs> Iwgalskis. Zajunas okay. So That's you know, right. Who knows? And
1: what's fascinating is because of the time frame, I submit to you in today's game and today's NBA economics – Michael Jordan would have got a ten-year deal. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have gotten it, obviously, in the way the league was structured back then, and the way money was back then. I mean, look, the, the Bulls told him very clearly, "You're making your money off the field. You don't need, you know, you got that Nike contract. We don't need to pay you, and you're making money from Nike. We'll pay you a little bit. You, you're getting your money from Nike, which is today unheard of. So, with the economics of what the NBA was then and is now, uh, he would he would have gotten a ten-year deal." Larry, if, if you were able to get a ten year
5: deal, how many players now in the NBA would you give a ten year deal to? If you are, let's just say the Knicks, everyone's a free agent. Mm. You get to you get to have your pick of the litter. How many players now in the NBA would you, you give a ten year deal to? Number one, I think is Giannis, without yeah, question. I would say, yep, yep. Who yeah. who else do you give it to? Do you go James Harden? Do you give Harden a ten year deal? Steph Curry's in his 30s. Would you give him a 10-year deal? No, I can't
1: give him a 10-year deal. No.
5: Kawhi Leonard, would you give him a 10-year deal?
1: I'd be
5: tempted. I'd be tempted. Luka Doncic, you're giving a 10-year deal. You're giving
1: him a 10-year deal. No question.
5: Zion Williamson has played a a third of the NBA season. uh, Wow. (laughs) You're giving him a 10-year deal.
1: (laughs) That's right even though you're wondering about his injury situation right you're still saying you know what maybe I'll take the chance he's going to be around this is just one thing he'll be okay and then you know that's you know that's what happens you just it is so much luck all right i mean listen you know seattle was lucky they took kevin durant Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could have took the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> could have took Greg Oden. They could have took the other guy. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes things work out. Just, just ask, just uh, Thorne. You know, <laughs> he he took Michael Jordan. He yeah. could, he could have took the other guy.
5: <laughs> so Kawhi Leonard, I just looked it up. He just turned twenty nine last month. Would you give no, him a ten year no, I can't deal? give him ten. I can't give. Is 10. it because of the injury, or you just don't think?
1: at 39 he he should still be on your team. I think it's because of the injury. I'm not sure um how it's going to affect him. Uh, as he gets older. I I'm, I'm just not sure. And you know, he but he is I'd be tempted. <laughs> I'd be tempted. Joel really Embiid. Would. He now, he's so injured. I I'd be <laughs> afraid to give him a 10-year deal. I I really would be concerned. I'm not Talent wise, I would love to lock him up, but injury wise, I'd be concerned. I'd have to put some I'd have to put some incentives in there. I'd have to put some things some in there to protect him. <laughs> he's, he's gotta
5: play a certain <laughs> amount of games before you commit to that. That's right. How about Dame Lillard?
1: I think I would. I think I would. Although I'm just, you know, I'm, I think I would. I love his talent. He turns thirty next week.
5: I think I would, and again, uh, it's the Knicks. You you need you you could have your pick of the litter. Any of these players, you have to sign them to a ten-year deal, though.
1: Yeah, but see if it's the Knicks, then I know what's going to happen. It's a Knicks fan, <laughs> they going to get. Into. be hurt after two years. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll be paying him for eight years, guaranteed money. He won't even be in the state of New York. Anthony Davis. I don't think I don't. Mm. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. He's another one that's got some injury woes. He's but I'm tempted.
5: 27 years old, so he'd be tempted. 37 at the end. Yeah, I'm tempted. Trey
1: Young. I like Trey Young. I'm for age, obviously, I would give him a 10 year deal. I just don't know. I, I I need to. This would be a year that I need to see what else he he adds to his game, Ty. Because right now he's just he's a scorer. And I love a score. But I mm-hmm. need to see some other dimensions to his game, how he's going to improve on that. Because listen, I can find the score. But I like what I've seen from him, but I need to see him develop his game a little bit more. But I'd be I'd I'd be I'd be intrigued. La- be intrigued. Last one for you. And it's yeah. gonna sound it's gonna
5: sound crazy. I know mm-hmm. it's gonna sound crazy. But sometimes because of what you feel like you're going to be guaranteed in the immediate future, you just live with the end of the contract. Would you sign LeBron to a 10-year deal? No. He's going to be 36 in December. No,
1: no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Besides, I don't have to worry about He don't want to come here anyway. I don't have to worry about that.
5: Well, there were rumors. Bill Simmons said he wanted to come here until you know the, the Knicks just botched the meeting.
1: Okay. Okay.
5: And obviously, that was a joke. You would not sign LeBron. He was still going to be 36 to a 10-year no. deal. Like I don't
1: have to worry about, he's not coming here anyway. <laughs> He's already he's already stood me up twice. I don't need I don't need to beg him to spend my money. <laughs> I really don't. He didn't want to come here, man. He didn't want to come. You know, probably because he didn't think we had what it takes to win. So you know, listen, I got it. I, I I'll suck it up. I'll take it. You I'll do wonder it.
5: though if if the Knicks had a way to get both Bosch and Wade, because Miami was the only team that could sign three stars. Mm-hmm. If the Knicks were a team that could also do so. Would LeBron Mm -hmm. have entertained coming here?
1: Yeah. You wonder. You wonder.
0: You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.
1: If you're that concerned that you want to sign the waiver, then don't do it. Don't do it. Back to the phones. Mike is in Queens. Hey, Mike, you're next on 98.7. Good.
6: Evening, Larry. How are you?
1: I'm doing good, Mike. What's going on?
6: Uh, When it comes to if you're going to give out a 10-year, uh, dollars million contract, or, well, at least it's not like the 15-year the Devils gave a couple years ago. But uh, like if you're going to do this contract and the chiefs say, well, it's spread over 10 years, so it's financially feasible, great, fantastic. You made insanity. Go well for you, but if you're gonna do this, Larry, it's 2020. When you say defense, it's like a triangle. To people, they look at you like you have ten heads. What is defense? The players don't know what it is. The league last last year when the Chiefs went 90 to 80 over the Rams, Goodell, NFL, they're laughing, clapping. They want points, they want scores. The players don't play defense. The rules have been changed over the years. Like, compare what Jordan went through to what LeBron James went through. Like, if you put Jordan on a court today where, where the players don't play defense, you can dunk at will, every game is like a, a practice game. Like, how many points would Jordan average? I mean, you won an MVP, and All Star. Imagine Jordan playing again in, in this time, okay? And LeBron probably wouldn't have been that well in Jordan's era. But, like, to me, the play, I, I would say Jordan, because what he went through, like, they played defense in those days, okay? You earned your point, okay? There was no, let's score 90. There was no dunking. Larry, in those days, if you dunked, there, there, there was no dunking, dunking again, okay? Players took that to to Nowadays, you dunk on them, they, they give you a high five because they're your friend. So, Larry, what Jordan went through, LeBron James cannot imagine. I know it, it's a different league, but the point is defense nowadays is, is like a dinosaur. It's It's dead. So, if, if anybody deserves it, Jordan, because he went through more than all these players combined. All right, Mike.
1: Thanks for the phone call. I hear what you're saying. With all due respect, though, um, LeBron does play defense. He is, he is a phenomenal two-way player. And the blocks that he's had in the postseason have been big-time blocks. And so, you know, I understand what you're saying. And for the most part, you are right. During the regular season, defense is a rumor. In <laughs> the national, the National Basketball Association, but in the postseason they do tighten up a little bit because it's it's either you do or you go home. So uh, they do a little bit better, and and LeBron has been in the forefront of that. He's been the guy that listen. He's been he's you say what you want to about him, but defensively he's been great. And the thing that you you really respect about LeBron is you know his ability to see the floor. Uh, his ability to play multiple positions, to defend multiple positions, to rebound and and to be that guy. You know, the only knock against him early in his career was his inability to close. And he has, you know, he's done better with that as his career. You know, the Dwayne Wade taught him how to do that. So you give him that respect. He He's learned better. Uh, Michael Jordan was a little better for that than that for closing because he's a more competitive guy. He, he just has a, he has a more competitive. He was just a more competitive spirit. He was a guy that, yeah, I know the, I know Detroit's going to knock me down when I go down the lane, but I don't care. I'm going down the lane and that's what I got to do. And they're not going to stop me. And that was just what made him, him. It's the same thing that made Kobe, Kobe. So, um, you know, each of them have different things, but, but, um, for me, that's, that, that's what, you know, say what you want to about LeBron, but defense is, you know, he does his job defensively. He really does. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. He joins us next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Trey.
4: What's going on, Larry?
1: Everything is good. Your uncle's worried about you.
4: Yeah, I hear that, and I don't like, uh, so I, Uncle Spike, I'm good. I'm masked up, gloved up. It is getting crazy out here because, uh, you know, things are things are definitely changing. And the powers that be want them to change, if that makes any sense to anybody. I don't want to be political. It's not my thing. Uh, but that's what's going on. Um, can't really do anything about it. You know, I, the sad thing is you would think the, the more things are open, the more people would be responsible. But I think mm-hmm. people are so, people are so, uh, they're so, cat, got that cabin fever that they don't care no more.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's sad because, you know, uh, eventually it's going to come knocking at your door.
6: Mm -hmm.
4: You know, you, you keep, you keep, you keep messing around with, with things like this and it eventually will come knock at your door. And you know, because athletes are, you know, I guess they're so, you know, quote unquote, you know, air quote immune to it or whatever. And only they they don't get that sick. Mm -hmm. What if one of these cats, what if one of these cats get put on a respirator?
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Larry, it ain't going to look good.
1: No, it's not. It's not.
4: You know, I mean, we got to be cognizant of that too, man. You know, I, you know, I would just tell people to just kind of, you know, <laughs> take your time. I know I know this is a weird time, but take your time because yeah. it might just save some lives out there. And Uncle no Spike, question. please don't worry about me. I know you are, but don't. We're good. And I love you for worrying, but you ain't got to worry, so we're good. But so Larry, you ready to go to work?
1: absolutely we're headed to carmel new york tonight my friend we're going to visit the putnam hospital their emergency department and you know that's where folks have been going during this pandemic they've been rushed right to the emergency room and they've been you know being taken care of and all the first responders are there the doctors the nurses the orderlies all the folks over in the putnam hospital have been doing just great work and you know uh we thought for a while that they would be able to take a little breather but you know uh, it doesn't look that way, Trey. So they're ready to go whether, whether you have COVID or whether you have other medical concerns. Go to the Putnam Hospital in Carmel, New York, and they will take care of you.
4: Well, we definitely want to send them a lot, a lot of love tonight. And, um, you know, like you said, Larry, this fight is nowhere near over, man.
1: No, it's not. This
4: was, if the, if we was at Caesars Palace back in, like, you know, 81, 82, Larry, you know, when they was really getting it, you know, I think that I think this will be like what, the fifth, sixth round? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but, and i and I'm talking about Aaron Pryor, Alexi Aguario, man. We're going all night.
1: Fifteen. Yeah, when you talk about those guys, you are going all night. Fifteen.
4: Fifteen. Yeah. You know that. That's but right. um And they're still gonna but, be yeah, standing
1: we, at the end. You still have to go yeah, to the scorecard.
4: Right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, but but again, we You know, with all seriousness, we 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 really want to big them up tonight, man, and let them know we're thinking about them and we appreciate all their hard work. Really, yeah, definitely, really
1: definitely. And them. they're doing a great job, right. and they continue to do so.
4: Absolutely. All right, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go over to the Garden State. It's so beautiful out there. Don't you agree?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. All
4: right, so we're gonna go over to Livingston and uh, go to St. Barnabas Medical oh, Center.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, we they're doing great work out there, Larry. They're getting them in and out, which is what we want. You know what I mean? Mm. And getting that, getting those numbers down. Down is the key. Getting those numbers yes. all the way down. Yes. And Jersey doing a great job so far. Had a slight spike, but, you know, the numbers are the numbers are doing better than Texas.
1: <laughs> and, Florida.
4: <laughs> and Florida. And Florida. a bunch of other states, unfortunately. <laughs> and a bunch of other ones down here below this Mason Dixon that's acting crazy. But yeah. we just want to shout them out tonight, let them know we're thinking about them, and um, lift them up in prayer, man, because we all need it. Absolutely. All of us need
1: Absolutely. So we just want no to question. tell
4: him that we're thinking about him, and thank you for all the hard work and the sacrifice. Really appreciate. It. Definitely. All right. Definitely. So, Larry, damn! I wish I was Pat Mahomes' friend. Well, you could be. <sighs> That's a lot of scratch, Larry. That's a lot of scratch, man. That's a it lot. It is. It is. But he. But they did a good thing, right? They did it so it's you know that it's still team flexible. They still be able to you know keep players signed and everything. You got mm-hmm. them forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think uh, I think a better question that I would like to ask you, and I'd love for Ty to chime in to anybody, any of the staff, um, I think the bigger question is how long before the Chiefs cut Pat Mahomes? Because now you're officially on the clock as being you, – you, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that, you know, as that number goes up, the only thing that that number really did was for the next really good quarterback, that's your number to go uh, piss and moan at when it's time for you to get paid. That's mm-hmm. your number now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, how many seasons do you think that Pat Mahomes lasts in Kansas City? How many seasons starting well, from think, this season, you know?
1: I think Trey, it's going to depend on what they're able to do to supplement him. As long right. as the contract, as long as they are able to make moves and adjustments and keep him where he is. Okay, they'll keep him. Because he's, he's a great quarterback. If they continue right. to be in the running and have sustainable success, and he get them to the postseason and another championship, he'll be there. Because okay. they can always ask him to restructure his deal.
4: And it's a restructurable contract, Larry. Absolutely. If the parameters are what Shefty said. Yes. Yeah. That, that, yeah, you can move it around a little bit and try to keep those pieces or go get another piece from another team, a disgruntled player, a free agent, a draft pick. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's flexible. It's and playing. remember, what the I other think,
1: thing about his contract, Trey, is that uh-huh. there's some things in there that the team has to do. Otherwise, he can opt out.
4: See, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, <laughs> you know what I think, Larry? I think maybe half of that. I think five I think five full years, and I think you're going to see some yeah. rumblings going on. I think five full years, but, but that's a good run. You know what you get done in five years? It's, Absolutely. And again, all predicated on how the front office works it. If they move pieces around, get pieces to come in. Free agency, things like that. It's really this is all on the on the on the front office now. But I I think it, what they got right now, what they have in place, and then mm-hmm. they bring in Edwards uh, Hilaire. Oh man, Larry, yeah, Larry, Larry, man, they got Ferraris and Vipers all in the garages, man, for <laughs> real, for real. It's, it's, that's, that's that's disgusting. As a Jet fan, I'm like, dear God, can we get one of those dudes?
1: Yeah, we can't right.
4: We can get one something? of those dudes. And that's hey, give, give, give me a practice squad dude from the Chiefs. I know he'll and,
1: and here could be the other thing too, and this will be interesting to see. Uh we're we're talking about Patrick Mahomes and what he's been able to do, and that's great. You see the individual talent. You see what he's been able to do. It's a, right. it's amazing. But is anybody mentioning Eric Bieniemy's name in all this? <laughs>
4: Larry, we talked at nauseum about this. Yeah, I mean, I he is the offensive
1: coordinator. And so maybe the question becomes, Trey, is is it how long Andy Reid and Biennemi stay that determines how long Patrick Mahomes stays?
4: And I'll leave you with this. That's a very good question. I'll leave you with this. Mm-hmm. How about if Eric Biennemi does leave, where does his progression go after that? Yeah, exactly. That would mm-hmm. be big.
1: It will be. It will be fascinating to see. It will be fascinating. Thanks for the call.
0: You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.